thank you for being in the house of the Lord today. There is definitely a deep touch of his spirit that is in this house. I'm going to be honest with you. I, um, I really almost anticipated that I would not preach today. I really felt this yesterday, and I, so I don't know exactly what God's got in mind for the remainder of this service. But I'm going to tell you this. You haven't seen anything yet as to what God's going to do in this house today. I believe that with all of my heart. Man. You know, I don't come to church for a few Holy Ghost goosebumps. I come to have an encounter with God. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to have an encounter with God. I'm not here just to... I love you, I want to speak to you, I want to hug you next, all that. But I really came for him today. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for, hallelujah. Whatever he's got for me, that's what I'm here for. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Sister Vicki, good to have you back in the house of the Lord today, amen. Amen. So grateful for each of you. Well, I'm I'm just gonna tell you this. I don't have much of a sermon. That, that doesn't mean that you're gonna get out early, but it just means I don't have much of a sermon. I just, I feel that God wants me to focus on one, talk, one topic, and that's this, that name. That name. That's really enough said right there, that name. Philippians 2 says this, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Now, if we would back up and read verses one through four of Philippians two, we're we're talking about unity there. Chris, that's where Chris has been uh, in in the book of Philippians. And by the way, you did a great job this morning. Great job. Even if she would like to see me on my posterior, as you said, you (laughs) did. You thought well, they wouldn't hear that, but I did. I heard it. Uh, Let this mind be in you, unity, which was also in Christ Jesus. Unity with what? Unity with one another is always important, and that's part of, part of the topic here. Verse 6 says, Who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Got to be in unity with the Spirit as well. But he made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in a fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. That's very important. Because there's a lot of people think that they arrested him in the garden And he had no choice. All he had to do was just speak the word and there would have been a a legion of angels that would have been there. But he became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name. Okay? That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven 
and things in earth, everything is going to be subject to the name of Jesus. That's what that means there. Everything is subject to the name of Jesus. And things under the earth. Now let's distinguish that. That's satanic powers. It's subject to the name of Jesus. Anybody being bombarded this morning? Speak the name of Jesus. Anybody dealing with some issues in your life? Speak the name of Jesus. That's all, because it all comes under that name because that name is all power. All power is given in that name. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And I just quoted Matthew 28 to you. And he says, Jesus said this, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. All power. Now you say, now Brother Bruce, what's the, you, you, you preach along this line quite a bit. But I, I'm going to just, just kind of share my heart with you a little bit this morning. I'm afraid that we've gotten into this routine. And I said it last Sunday, I think it was. Maybe it was Sunday before. I don't want us to get used to John being in a wheelchair. If, we, if we're going to get used to that, we don't need the name. Did you hear what I just said? Now, you'd think a bolt of lightning might come out of heaven and get me, but, but here, here's the thing. If you're not believing in the name and you're not expecting great and mighty things to happen, then what in the world are you doing here? Why in the world do you put yourself through what you put yourself through? Why fast? Why pray? Why seek the face of God? If you're not expecting God to do something great and powerful, it's time for us to realize there is a name that is above every name. And everything bows to that name. Every sickness, every disease, every demon, every situation bows to the name of Jesus. Woo! Everything. Finances, marriages. You realize what's going on in homes whenever marriages get in trouble? Do you know what's happening there? There's a spirit there. There's a spirit that has invaded that home and all of a sudden it's beginning to stir everything up. But let me tell you something. If there is a God-fearing spouse in that house, begin to plead and call upon that name of Jesus. The devil cannot live in the same place that the name of Jesus is being glorified. Man. Whew. Okay, I'm almost through. I'm almost through. I'm going to take you to Mark 16, but I'm going to make you uncomfortable. Okay, so, but just stay with me. Mark 16 says, Go ye into all the world, Preach the gospel to every creature. That's the Great Commission. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And why are we doing that? That's the question we've got to ask ourselves. And I'm not talking about this church so much. But what, am I, what about me? Chris was, laid it all out really, really pretty for us this morning. You're, you're the representation of Christ in this world. So are we living the Great Commission? 
Are we walking in in the footsteps that Jesus walked in? Are are we saying the words that Jesus said? Are we speaking life? Are we speaking hope? Are we speaking positive things into the lives of those that are around us? Are we involved in the Great Commission? But I can tell you from this church, from the perspective of this church, we are. I don't know exactly what the number is, but we're somewhere above $2,000 a month, maybe close to $3,000 a month that we are pouring into missions and home missions or North American missions as they call it now. But we do this every month. We're supporting missionaries and we're supporting home missionaries. We believe that we should be preaching the gospel to the entire world. You say, well, Brother Bruce, we got a remodeling project and we're still putting that kind of money into, into the ministry. You better believe it because I believe if we ever stop, everything else will dry up because what we were commanded to do was to go into all the world and preach the gospel. We can't all go into all the world, but God is calling people to go and we can support them and we can send them to do it hallelujah verse 16 he says he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved do you believe that no no I mean listen to listen to what it says he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved do we really really believe that do you believe baptism is important absolutely it is absolutely it is But he that believeth not shall be damned. Do you believe that? If you believe that, then there ought to be something igniting within us for our loved ones and our families and our friends that are not ready to meet the Lord. And there must be something inside. Well, Brother Bruce, they don't want to hear what i got to say. They don't have to hear what you've got to say. All you've got to do is intercede with the Lord on their behalf and God will send somebody that they will listen to if that's what needs to happen. God already, his name is above every situation and every circumstance. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs, I love this. These signs shall follow them that believe. Now get ready, this is where we get uncomfortable. Either these scriptures are true or they're not. However, for my part, I believe they are. He says, in my name shall they cast out devils. Are there any devil chasers in here? (laughs) I got one hand out of it. Are there any devil chasers in here? Oh, I know what some of you, well, Brother Bruce, you know, you don't, we don't want to mess with the devil. We we don't want to stir him up. You can't ever tell what he might do. You know, I really don't care what he tries to do. Greater is he that is in me. Did you hear what I said? Greater is he that is in you. Well, yeah, but, but Brother Bruce, I, I don't want to tempt the devil. No, there's no scripture in the Bible that says we're not to tempt. The only one we're not to tempt is the Lord thy God. That's the only one we don't tempt. The other one, we can sit there and make fun of him all we want to because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Is the devil in your family? Is the devil in your finances? Is the devil in your marriage? Is the devil in your situation? Call upon the name of Jesus. Speak that name. Speak that name. Shout that name. Cry that name. Whatever it takes. 
And then they said, they shall speak with new tongues. Anybody in here talking in tongues lately? Anybody talked in tongues today? <laughs> All right. They shall speak with new tongues, but this is going to really condemn you because if you're a believer and you speak with tongues, then it says they shall take up serpents. Yeah. And they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Let me give you an interpretation here. There's stuff, there's problems, and there is stuff. There are situations. There are demonic spirits. There are things that are out there that are constantly coming against you and against me and against the church. And they're always coming at us and they're hitting us. But do you believe this morning for one moment that if we are faced with situations that we seem like we can't get over, that the name of Jesus and Jesus himself is standing there with us and he will go with us through that situation because it says it shall not hurt them. It shall not hurt them. Now, if you want to, now if you want to go ahead and be a fool and go out there and find you a snake this afternoon and pick him up, that's between you and God. I think there's just more there than what you and I see in that verse. There's stuff. Every day you and I are dealing with stuff. Every day we're dealing with stuff. But the name of Jesus brings it all into perspective. Now careful before you answer this one. We're talking about signs of the believers. They, the believers, not the preachers. Preachers too, but they. Not the preachers any more than the, than the believers. We're all equal here. We're equal in what I'm about to say. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. End of the story. Said and done. No mitigating circumstances. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Not because they're just a believer but it's because of who they believe in. And it's because of the name that they operate in and the name that they call and the name that they speak. Do you believe in instantaneous healing? I do. I've seen it happen too many times. I've watched it take place way too many times. I believe in instantaneous healings. I believe in, in, in progressive healings. I believe in all of those. I believe in healing any way he wants to do it. If he wants to spit on dirt and put it on a guy's eye and that works, that's fine with me. If he wants to, if he wants to just lay hands on them and they're instantly done, that's okay with me. After all, I'm nothing more than a vessel. You are nothing more than a vessel. We are not anything within ourselves. All that we are, we are under the name of Jesus. That's all that you and I are. And when we operate in that name and under that name, then whatever that name is over is submitted to that and is subject to it. So if it's demons, if it's sickness, disease, whatever it is, whenever we call the name 
of Jesus, it has to bow. Did you hear what I just said? It has to bow. Whatever the opposition is, it has to bow. It can't get its back up. It can't think it's something. It can't sit there and defy you. When you call the name of Jesus, it has to bow. Woo! Woo! I'm also, I'm gonna take it a little bit further and I don't have time to go and start pulling scripture out to validate this, but whenever you begin to call the name of Jesus, every angel within your, the sound of your voice begins to rise to attention just to see what you're going to say and what you're going to call out because they are commissioned to do whatever you have told them to do or need done. That's, that's the way the spirit world works. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. It has to bow at the name of Jesus. Brother John, it's got to bow at the name of Jesus. It has to bow at the name of Jesus. Shorty, it has to bow at the name of Jesus. Brenda, that back's got to bow at the name of Jesus. Sugar diabetes, heart trouble, high blood pressure, it doesn't matter. It's got to bow at the name of Jesus. Aren't you've already said you believe, you may be seen. You've already said you believe. But do you? Because if one sign is valid, then I think all of them are valid. Go back and read it for yourself. Mark 16. These are the signs of them that believe. If one sign is valid, then all of them are valid. And anything is possible. Just believe for it, Lana. That's what she just sang. Just believe for it. The song before that said anything is possible. You see, I figured you'd, you'd all get this message today in those two songs and I wouldn't even have to preach. And right now, the way I feel, I wish you would have. I'm exhausted already. We are the hands and the feet and the voice. Listen to me. We are the hands, the feet, and the voice of Jesus. Did you just hear me? You are the hands, you're the feet, and you're the voice. Of Jesus. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, I can only say what my Father tells me to say. I can only do what my Father tells me to do. Then Jesus says in chapter 17 of the book of John, make us one. I and them and you and me. In other words, and then he also told the disciples, he said, this, this power that I have, now I give it to you. I give it to you. I give it to you. It has to bow, y'all. It has to bow. 
every demonic opposition, fleshly opposition, whatever it is, it has to bow. But we're the hands, we're the feet, and we're the voice. You can either let it continue in your house, you can let it continue on your job, you can let it continue in your little world if you want to. But these are the signs of them that believe in my name. If you want to be poor the rest of your life, then go ahead and complain about being poor the rest of your life. But if you believe that your God is able to, to provide for you and meet all of your needs and do everything. Now, I, I, didn't, I didn't say he'd get you a jet airplane. But if he does, that's, that's okay with me. Just take me somewhere sometime. That's all I ask. But he said he'd supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Friend, we've watched him do it around here time and time again. We've seen him provide for you. We've seen him provide for this church. We've seen him open up the windows of heaven and pour down blessings that we didn't have any idea where it come from. So if he did it then, he can do it again. And so if you, if you want to be poor, just keep being poor. Or you can just begin to speak blessing in the name of Jesus. Lord, I don't know when. Well, but Brother Bruce, I did last week and I didn't have a check show up in the mail. Huh. Isn't that amazing? Could be this week, though. Just keep calling the name of Jesus. And if it's not this week, it may show up next week. I, you know, I don't know when he's going to send it your way. But, it, but I do know that he is faithful to his word. And his word will not return void to you and me. Okay. I'm his feet. I'm his hands. And I'm his voice. I can go where he tells me to go. I can touch what he tells me to touch. And I can speak what he tells me to speak. And it's up to you and me because these are the signs that follow them. It's up to us. Acts 1. Michael, I'm going to drop down to verse 4. Being assembled together with them, he commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. This is Jesus. Commanded that they would not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with, Holy Ghost, with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence, speaking of the day of Pentecost. Now, one thing that we also understand is that there was one that was coming after John that was going to baptize us with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Not just the spirit within, but we were going to burn. We were going to burn with it. the believers we're going to be, oh, oh, what's the word I want? The believers are going to be the ones that, that ignite the revival. That's going to set the fields on fire. There's an old song that we used to sing, he will set your fields on fire. And the believer is going to do that. For John truly baptized with water, but 
you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. And when they therefore were come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom to Israel? And, I mean, we do the same thing today. I mean, they, that they, after all the things that they had seen Jesus do, if they had seen all the miracles that they had seen him do from the time that he turned water into wine all, up, all the way through the 40 days after, after the resurrection, all of the things that they saw him do, and they still are worried about the kingdom of Israel. And you and I, we wind up doing and repeating the same situation. We have promise after promise after promise in this book and still we will wonder I wonder if he'll do it for me I wonder if he'll do it for me now I know he can but will he do it for me he says I'm no respecter of persons if he would do it for one why would he not do it for another and, in, and as, as the disciples were they were totally they totally missed it are you go, are, are, we're standing on the Mount of Olives. He's about to be resurrected into glory. Ten more days and he's going to send back the Holy Ghost. And they're worried about the kingdom of Israel. And here you and, are, you and I are right now and we have the name and the power of that name and you're worried about what you're going to face tomorrow. Or you're worried about your, your health. Or you're worried about your finances. Or you're worried. When are we going to ever put it in his hands and say, Thy will be done. Thy will be done. I'm a vessel. That's all I am. Because Jesus says to them, It's not for you to know the times of the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. In other words, get your eyes off of this other stuff. But you shall receive power. <laughs> Ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon. Come on, come on. Let's, let's don't miss the essence here. Ye shall receive power. I want you to take this home and meditate on it. The same power that quickened the dead body of Jesus in the tomb abides in you. It abides in me. That's why I have no fear and you should not have any fear of anything because greater is he. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You shall be witnesses both unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost part of the earth. There's an old song we used to sing. And Donna, if you come back to the piano. It says, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name. Master, Savior, Jesus, like the fragrance after a rain. Jesus, Jesus, 
Jesus. Let all heaven and earth proclaim. Kings and kingdoms shall all pass away. <laughs> but there's just something. Whoo, there's something about that name. That name can speak peace to a troubled soul. That name can meet the devil at the gates of hell and kick the doors in to his house. That name of Jesus can either be gentle as a lamb or it can be as roaring as a lion. There is something about that name. Something about that name. I feel that there's some people in here today you need that name right now. The devil has lied to you and he's told you that you're, you're going to die lost. He's told you you're going to die of a particular disease. You're going you're gonna to go bankrupt. Things are not going to work out. Everything you hope for is going down the tubes. Your kids are going to die and go to hell. He's lied to you and lied to you and lied to you. You see, he has no vision beyond right now. He cannot look into my tomorrow. All he can do is he can look at right now and begin to whisper negative thoughts. But my Lord, the one that we believe in, the one that we call his name, he is in my yesterday, my today, and, to, and my tomorrow, all at the same time. And it's all in the palm of his hands. So I just think we need to rise to our feet, and we need to take this old course, and I don't care whether you can sing or whether you can't sing. And if you can't sing, at least talk the words. Better than yet, better than that, beller out the best thing that you can. Because there's just something about that. Well, I feel, I feel the comfort of the Holy Ghost moving in this room right now. This week, I was sitting with a preacher friend of mine. And he had lost a member of his congregation to cancer. And he made this statement. He said, all these people operating in the gifts, he said, I wish God would just give somebody the gift over cancer. Well, I hate cancer too. We've lost too many loved ones in our church to that horrible disease. But you know, the reality is, and I know what my pastor friend was saying, we're just tired of struggling with this. We have someone that is gifted and they're standing beside you right now. The person standing beside you is gifted if they have, if they are a believer. 
and they have the name. So there's somebody gifted because the least among us can call the name of Jesus over the most horrendous situation and it's done. I told you the story. There was one of the elderly gentlemen that worked at the at the VA, well, he was one of the chaplain's assistants at the VA when Donna was working out there, and he told the story of being in World War II. He said he got up every morning and he, he prayed every morning. A lot of his buddies, they caroused and drank and, you know, did the things that soldiers do. They came under heavy enemy fire and then there was bombs that began to fall. And he said, we heard the unmistakable sound of a bomb as it was whistling to the earth. And we knew it was coming down where we were. And he said, all of a sudden, the guy beside me began to call on the name of the Lord. And he said, it was just a few minutes, a few seconds really, and he said, we heard that bomb when it hit the ground, but it just hit the ground with a thud. And it did not explode. He said, if it would have exploded, we would have, been, we would have been killed. He said, later that day, he said, his buddy asked him, he said, man, he said, you're the spiritual one among us. He said, why in the world were you not praying whenever we heard that bomb falling? He said, I looked over at him and said, well, I prayed this morning before we ever joined the battlefield. I invoked that name before I ever stepped out of my sleeping bag. It's good for you to pray whenever. It doesn't matter. But call the name of Jesus over your family. Call the name of Jesus over your home. Call the name of Jesus over your sick loved ones. Call the name of Jesus. I told you, I've got to tell one more story. I've told these before, but there's people here that wasn't here then. Motorcycle gang came into Brother Haney's church, Stockton, California church was full, the only pew was empty it was about like ours sometimes the front pew was the only one open this entire motorcycle gang came in, they filled up the front pew sitting there with their long hair and their jeans and their vest insignias on the back of their vest the Holy Ghost fell that morning and, and several of the, whole, of the motorcycle gang were filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost the leader of the gang was filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost they had heard a message similar to this and they left there on their motorcycles and they went to the nearest hospital and they walked into the first patient room and they began to pray over that patient and that patient was instantly healed they come out of that room they went into the next room and this went on for about 10 rooms until somebody asked them, what in the world are you doing? They said, well, Brother Haney said this morning, 
And they called Brother Haney and said, you better get down here. Because they're walking into every hospital room and they're healing everybody in the hospital. Y'all, we don't we don't grasp the power that is in the name of Jesus. I'm standing here preaching to you today, trying to help you to understand the power, and I don't even have a handle on the power that is in the name of Jesus. There's just something about that name. Kings and kingdoms may all pass away, but there's something about that name. Why don't you just slip both hands up in the air? just begin to speak that name of Jesus over whatever's going on in your life. Whatever, whatever that situation is, just, just say, say it like this. I put this situation under the name of Jesus. It has to bow at the name of Jesus. It has to bow. It has to bow. Jesus. Jesus. There's something about that name. Father, we thank you today. We thank you today for the, for the name. We thank you for your name that is above every name. No name can do what can happen when your name is spoken. And I thank you that you gave that to us. You gave that to us as a tool to deal with life. I give you thanks for the name. I give you thanks for it. I want to see so desperately in this church an operation of the name of Jesus for the hurting, for the destitute, the addicted, the lost, the sick, I want to see it. I want to see it before I I leave this world. I want to see what your name can do in a service. But more than all of that, let the name of Jesus perform miracles in the lives of the people that have listened to me today. Not only those here in the room, but those that have watched online, those that will watch online later. Let the name of Jesus perform miracles in their lives. Because you have been given a name that is above every name. And all power is given in that name. And we do believe today everything in us we believe in the name of Jesus.